0: Hey everybody, this is Kennedy Hawk from the MCM crew. After a short break, Deck of the Week is back, and what we're going to do for the next four weeks is we're going to go through a deck for each of the core set heroes that we have not done a Deck of the Week episode about yet. So we've already done She-Hulk Justice, but today we're going to go over Black Panther Protection, and this is a deck that I call Pincushion. This is more of a multiplayer deck. Your goal is to get a lot of reflective damage back at the villain and minions and sort of handle defending for almost the whole team if you can. And keeping yourself at high health and just reflecting damage back to the villain every time they attack you. You're going to do this through a bunch of different ways using some all-star protection cards. So let's go through the deck, talk about Black Panther's kit a little bit and why he makes the ideal hero for this sort of deck. So Black Panther, as we all know, has four recovery, and his setup ability is that he gets to pick one of his four Black Panther upgrades. And that's going to be the most important thing you do in this deck. If you're playing this deck solo, you might need to take something like Panther Claws or Tactical Genius so that you can manage threat while you sit in hero form with not much thwarting potential later. But if you're playing in multiplayer where this deck really shines, what you're almost always going to want to take is um, Black Panther's suit, the Vibranium Suit. So the Vibranium Suit, what it does is its special ability is to move one damage from your hero to an enemy, or two damage instead if this is the final step in your sequence. Now this works great with a lot of the new protection cards. We're not using anything crazy like we did with Ms. Marvel. We're not putting Fighting Fit into this deck, but this is one way you could run Black Panther Protection. You have this healing healing in hero form, which is really, really important for those decks that do want to stay at their maximum HP. We do want to stay at our maximum HP, but that's before a different card that we're going to talk about here in a minute. So let's go through the deck, and then we'll talk about how this deck is supposed to function. There's only four allies in this deck, because this is mainly a multiplayer deck where you're going to want to do a lot of the defending. So you don't need a lot of chumping allies to chump for you, but you could still use a few. So we have one copy of Clea, one copy of Ironheart from Basics, and one copy of Starhawk, and then our one copy of Shuri. Notice all of these allies, other than Ironheart or Shuri, are recurring. So Clea and Starhawk both can recur multiple times on your deck pass. And Ironheart and Shuri are going to draw you cards and fish up things that are really important. The real reason that Shuri is super important is there's only four allies in our deck, but there are 15 upgrades, and we're going to go through those next. So every time you play Shuri, you're going to have a ton of cards to choose from, and you're going to have to make the exact right choice at that point in time. It's important to note that Shuri only lets you search your deck for an upgrade, so if you have an upgrade that's only a one-of, we have a couple of those, and it's in your discard pile when you have Shuri, you may want to hold her until you shuffle your deck, but ultimately just thinning your deck and grabbing those upgrades and getting them on the board is going to be your key here. So we've got one copy of Armored Vest, which is just giving Black Panther plus 1 defense, so you can get up to 3 defense. We've got one copy of Dauntless. Dauntless is a card from Galaxy's Most Wanted. It's played under any player's control, but you're going to play it under your control. Max 1 per player. While your hero's remaining hit points are equal to or greater than your hero's starting hit points, your hero gains Retaliate 1. We'll talk about how that works in a minute, but that's key there, because Black Panther himself has Retaliate 1 innately, so you're going to be up to Retaliate 2 once you play Dauntless. We've got one copy of Downtime and Endurance. Endurance is going to help us stay above that um, printed starting HP, and Downtime is going to make it so if we do have to flip down, we're going to be sure to recover to full health. We've got a copy of Electrostatic Armor. Uh, Again, play under your player's control, but your player's control. Max 1 per player. After you defend it against attack, deal 1 damage to the attacking character. So this is not as good as Retaliate, because you have to defend to be able to trigger this, but it is still very, very, very good. Um, It can kind of get you to retaliate three when you're defending. We've got three copies of Energy Barrier. Everybody knows that card. It's a two-cost tech upgrade. Interrupt when you would take any amount of damage. Remove a reflection counter from here. Prevent one of that damage and deal one to an enemy. It has three reflection counters. So if you've got Energy Barrier, Dauntless, and Electrostatic Armor out and you defend and you were supposed to take one damage, you could reflect that damage and deal four back to the villain, which is pretty amazing. We've got one copy of Honorary Avenger, for the same reason as Endurance, we can kind of get ourselves artificially up to 15 HP instead of 11, so that gives us a little bit of wiggle room to take damage and still trigger Dauntless. We've got one copy of Nerves of Steel, um, one copy of Unflappable, and then our four Black Panther upgrades. So Nerves of Steel is going to reduce the cost of protection events, or defense events, and we'll go through events next. So we've got our five copies of Wakanda Forever, and our one copy of Ancestral Knowledge. And then, on top of that, we've got three copies of Sidestep, three copies of Desperate Defense, and two copies of Momentum Shift. Some of those numbers are a little mixed around in my Marvel CDB entry, but it's it's somewhere around there. Your goal here is to always be able to have a defense event to play when you're um, being attacked. So if you have Desperate Defense in hand, you can defend. If you already have Armored Vest out, when your hero defends against an attack, you'll get plus two defense from Desperate Defense, so you're now up to five defense. If you take no damage, ready your hero. So then you can defend again for the next player. What's really cool about this is if you do trigger that and you take no damage, you're going to ready. If you have Dauntless and your base retaliate out and maybe electrostatic armor, you defend, mitigate all the damage, deal 3 back to the villain and ready. You defend for the next player, hopefully mitigate all the damage, deal 3 back to the villain and not ready this time, but you've now done 6 damage and eliminated the villain's turn. That's pretty good. Um, So, Desperate Defense is definitely key to that. We've got three copies of Sidestep, which is from the Quicksilver Pack. It's a one-cost protection event, Hero Interrupt Defense. When you would take any amount of damage, prevent three of that damage. If you paid for this card using an energy resource, deal one damage to the enemy. So this is another way that you can really, really take it home to the villain when defending. And since the new RRG update, or it's not even new anymore, the the last RRG update, this now counts as defending. So if a minion is attacking you, and you want to get rid of that minion, maybe they're attacking you for three, and they have four health, you can play Sidestep, It's going to trigger your base retaliate, it's going to trigger your dauntless because you'll take no damage and you'll be at your full health, it's going to trigger the one damage from sidestep, and if you have electrostatic armor out, that now counts as defending, so you just got to reflect four damage, Um, and only three of that has to go to the attacker, one could go back to the villain from sidestep, so pretty pretty cool combo there. For resources we've got energy genius and strength and three copies of vibranium and then we've got one golden city i did include all three basic resources with t'challa even though that's kind of a lot um that's mainly because there's a lot of key two cost cards that you're going to want to play here you're going to want to be able to play clea and starhawk over and over and over again and they both cost two you're going to want to be able to play energy barrier every time it comes up and get those black panther upgrades out there so that when you play wakanda forever they're as useful as possible And then finally, Momentum Shift. Momentum Shift can actually be really clutch for helping you stay at that above your printed starting HP threshold without flipping down. Yes, downtime and healing can do that too, but if you can stay in hero form so that you can trigger your desperate defenses and your sidesteps, you're going to be all the better. So how does this deck work? I've kind of overviewed it a couple times here, but Black Panther has an innate 2 defense. You're going to want to get a couple cards into play. First of all, Armored Vest. Get yourself up to three defense, so when Rhino swings at you, you can eliminate his three attack and you just have to worry about the boost card. There's a couple ways you can mitigate the damage from the boost card. You have energy barriers that might be in play. You have sidesteps and desperate defenses to boost your defense and give you other bonuses and benefits. Um, So those are the the main things you're going to be using there to try to mitigate any damage beyond your innate defense. Desperate Defense, like I said, can get you up to 5 defense and then ready you, setting you up to defend another thing, which is really, really, really good. Ultimately, your goal is to reflect as much damage that comes into you back at the villain. I think the most I reflected one time was 6. Something swung at me for 6. I defended with 3 defense, and I had 3 energy barriers in play. So I triggered Dauntless Retaliate, Black Panther's Retaliate, Electrostatic Armor, and then three energy barriers to take no damage, draw for unflappable, and reflect six back at the villain. Of course, I drew a Wakanda forever, which allowed me to deal six damage and remove a threat, dealing 12 damage in a turn and taking no damage in, um, in payback from the villain, which is really, really, really good. You are going to want to thin your deck really thin, and that's why there's so many upgrades in this deck. You've got 14 events in your deck, which is real event-heavy for um, a player like me. But with 5 Wakanda Forevers, it's really hard to thin your deck to as thin levels as possible. That's why sometimes I don't even like running all 6 of those resources, but I think they work out pretty okay in this situation. You can thin your deck, ultimately, down to about... Um, 21 cards if you had three allies in play. That's like the ultimate thing that you could do. It's going to be really hard to get there. But if you get your deck down to 25 to 26 cards, you're going to be drawing Wakanda Forevers every turn. You're going to be drawing some sort of defense event every turn. And that's really just going to set you up for success with this awesome Black Panther deck. So this was Black Panther Protection, an upgrade from the core set. We didn't actually end up using any cards from Mad Titan's Shadow, even though I got the box recently. But on YouTube... Tomorrow, I'll be posting a video that is Black Panther Protection, this deck exactly, against the second scenario from the Mad Titan Shadow box. What I'm going to do as I go through the box is each week I'm going to do a new character from the core set for deck of the week, and then I'm going to play against the next scenario in the campaign using that hero. So be sure to check out our YouTube channel for that, and be sure to check out those core set heroes with the plethora of new cards that we have to enhance their decks. Thanks for tuning in, and have a great day!